0: Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Friday, September 3rd, 2021. Topics on today's episode include Papa being a rolling stone, a look at some public mortgage company's dividends, the latest from Fannie Mae, and of course, the August Payrolls Report. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Flowify. FlowFi is a digital mortgage automation and point of sale solution that streamlines the loan origination process by providing a secure application, communication, and document management portal between loan originators, borrowers, referral partners, and other mortgage stakeholders. Loan originators and wholesale lenders use FlowFi to collect and verify borrower documentation, track loan progress, communicate with borrowers and realtors, integrate existing systems, and close loans faster. To learn more about FlowFi, as well as some of their most powerful solutions for loan originators, including 1003 Co-Pilot, Hybrid eClose, e eSign, and more, visit Flowfy.com. It was the 3rd of September, that day I'll always remember. Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. And when he died, all he left us was alone. <laughs> or may- maybe it's alone. Regardless, The talk in Orlando at the well attended FAMP annual convention is about appraiser and appraisal problems industry wide. Many appraisals are expensive, few appraisers are entering the industry, and originators everywhere are seeing delays. On the flip side, there is talk of technology and agency policies changing the appraisal situation. Stay tuned. The talk is also about wholesaler news and the performance of the recent mortgage IPOs and their dividends. The stock market is not the economy. Did you know that Apple? Alphabet, Facebook, and Amazon account for roughly 25% of the total 33.3 trillion dollar market value of all the companies in the S&P 500. Rockin' and Guild pay no dividends. UWM's yield is about 5.5%. HomePoint 15%. Loan Depot 3.9%. And PennyMac 9.7%. Dividends, of course, always run the risk of being cut by the company, especially when their internal rate of return is not as high. If earnings are weak or the company would rather reinvest the money and do its own growth, rather than pay investors, the dividend may be cut. Perhaps the company is saving up money for a big acquisition. There is a lot of buzz about how, in December, Fannie will be averaging credit scores if one of the borrowers has a score less than 620. But there's also plenty of other changes going on right now. Fannie has increased its commitment to the low-income housing tax credit market, Fannie announced a new annual LIHTC investment cap raised $850 million from $500 million. FHFA approved the increase effective immediately. The increase in the cap allows Fannie to continue to play a leadership role in supporting underserved markets and projects, including rural, supportive housing developments, and disaster-impacted areas, said Dana Brown, Vice President Multifamily at Fannie Mae. For more information about Fannie Mae's low-income housing tax credit program, visit Fannie Mae's website. Fannie Mae is also taking an important step to remove systemic barriers to homeownership for people with a strong rent payment history but a thin credit file. A groundbreaking update to Desktop Underwriter will allow lenders to consider a history of recurring rent payments in assessing mortgage eligibility. Starting September 18th, Fannie Mae will enable lenders, with the borrower's permission, to use bank account data to identify 12 months of consistent rent payments. Visit Fannie Mae's Research and Insights page, Perspective blog, and listen to Hugh Freider, chief executive officer, as he discusses unlocking the door to homeownership. In a free market economy, prices are driven by supply and demand. September is typically a significant month for US corporate bond offerings, but banks and investors expect even more issuance this year. Some borrowers are eager to get their debt placed before rising inflation and the ongoing economic recovery sends interest rates higher. It looks like we're finally out of the holding pattern that characterized this week in the run-up to the jobs report. It wasn't all smooth sailing getting here. Our economy is driven by housing and jobs, and this week, the focus is on jobs. We saw that initial jobless claims, at 340,000, remain historically elevated, and ADP said the economy created about 225,000 less jobs in August than expected, meaning it looks like the acceleration in job growth associated with a reopening economy seems to have petered out. Regardless, today's payrolls data will help shape bets on the path of both the Fed's policy tightening and interest rates. The consensus estimate for non-farm payrolls was 740,000, but here we are with the August payrolls report showing non-farm payrolls clocking in at 235,000, a big disappointment. That's over 500,000 away from what was predicted. The unemployment rate ticked down to 5.2% and hourly earnings were up 0.6%, a huge amount. There's the usual job owning about the labor participation rate, states whose unemployment benefits have ended, and so on. This will certainly allow the Fed to postpone any tapering talk. Later this morning brings the final August Market Services PMI and ISM Non-Manufacturing PMI. The desk will purchase up to $1.99 billion of Gini 2, 2% and 2.5% in the sole MBS purchase operation today. We begin the day with agency MBS prices nearly unchanged from Thursday and the ten-year yielding $1.28 after the employment data and ahead of the holiday weekend. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Two men were arrested for stealing a calendar. They each got six months. <laughs> Classic. Special thanks to our friends at FlowFi for sponsoring this episode of the Christman Commentary Daily Mortgage Podcast. Loan originators, mortgage brokers, and wholesale lenders expedite your mortgage process with FlowFi, POS, FlowFi Plus, and FlowFi TPO. Visit Flowify.com to schedule a live demo of any one of these three powerful loan origination solutions. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, Search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.